so this isn't the practice then. In here. Ready, guys? All right. Uh, yeah. Brunching, brunching, yeah. Brunching, brunching, brunching. Better than lunching, yeah. I just ate a bunch of fair food. I'm feeling good. And hell yeah, I shouted to everybody in the hood. I had a lemon shake up and I felt like shaking some ass. But I don't mean me. I mean grabbing some ass. I almost worded it wrong, but man, I'm back on the beat. A snake dog trait drinking me some henny thing. You know, henny things possible if you ain't got it. So I drunk a bunch of henny, then I bought it. We just yeah. chilling. You jumping on the beat. Well, I'm a cop on the bench and you jump in. I'm just relaxing. A matter of fact, and I've been going slacking with the food that I've been packing in my stomach. Getting this hot. Yeah, like that lunch. Oh, this is mother and fucking. This is brunch. Yeah, beeping out my own curse. This is my verse, but it's okay because this lunch really hurts. I'm mm-hmm. telling y'all, turkey legs, what? <laughs> Mashed potatoes, what? What? In my gut, slut. Slut. In my gut, put. Put. Put, put, golf. Golf. Hole in one. <laughs> one. My mouth is what I'm talking about. What? Young <laughs> no son, get hot and brunch, yo. We <laughs> get the eat spirit. Hardy's, baby. We the treats. Uh-huh. And we the treats in the hood. And if we don't do it right to that shit ain't no good. Let's go. Woo! Yeah. Where's my stereo? 619. CM Punk hit you with that line. <laughs> hey! WWE needs to stop. Cause A and W, man, that shit rocks. Rocks! <laughs> Kenny Omega. Pinto La Serio. Phoenix now. <laughs> oh shit. Hi. Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. That was a hot intro. Yeah. That was, uh, I've never heard a hip-hop song go into just someone's opinions about wrestling. <laughs> at the end, at the end. I told you I'm new at this. I'm new back at wrestling. I'm would, new back at it again. I would like to say, uh, I do like the idea of fans of the show being called Hardys. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, uh, just a thought, putting that the out Hardys. there. Yeah. Well, we already, we already have Brunch Nation. Hardies. Hardys? Well, but, yeah. But, yeah. you know, hard, hard, Hardys. They could be Hardys. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they're called. They're, they're Hardys? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hardy, hardy boy, Hardy girl, or Hardy them. Right. right. Yeah. Hardy. <laughs> the Hardy them. Oh, like the Hardy them. <laughs> Uh, I liked uh, I liked Hen- Hennessy's possible Henny things possible yeah. Henny things possible that When might, you got it in your like and you got it in your system mm-hmm. You'll just talk it Like seriously If you drink a bunch of Hennessy And you go to the club Or you go out You are unstoppable Can't nobody fuck with you yeah. You can outrun anything <laughs> And nothing It's like being on legal crack You yeah. know what I mean Like It's like popping a legal molly Or something You right? know uh, kids, this is gonna be great. Yeah, all right. Oh, it's kids friendly. Huh? Yeah, it was, no, this is kids friendly. <laughs> oh wow! Hold on, we need a. <laughs> what I meant to say was anything possible, meaning you believe in yourself. <laughs> Stay in school. Straighten up, fly right. No, this is a this is an explicit podcast for sure. Yeah. Hi and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Pie. We're having a we're in, this is about the most fun we've had before the intro. I think in a long time. Oh, I mean, the show gonna be great. Uh, I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me. Uh, uh, the co-host Thaddeus J. McKee. Hey, y'all. Uh, the ones and twos, the wheels of steel. I, I actually mean that today. Our DJ slash producer, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, Zach. Why don't we just get a hip-hop air horn sound? You know, we can do <laughs> Gotta that. Gotta put that on there. Gotta put it on there. <laughs> just do that. Uh, and the very special guest with us in studio, comedian Nate Robinson. Yo, what's Woo! happening? Appreciate y'all inviting me. Thank y'all so much for the food. Hell yeah. If y'all seen the food, welcome to the program. Hey, thank y'all so much, man. I feel great. Y'all are awesome. Let's get to this shit. So uh, I had a theme today because it is the state fair going on. I got to ask you, Nate, how do you yes. feel? How do you feel about the state fair? Well, state fair has been in the hood. For the longest, if nobody knows, it's on 38th Street. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a lot of prostitution and a lot of. <laughs> That's what you think about. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think. You gotta 
thing though. It's a lot of prostitution. It's a lot of, it's a lot of pussy being bought on at the fair. By the dairy barn? Uh, <laughs> this is going down. Totally. Yeah, animal prostitution yeah. for sure. But you can also get those vials of incense. You know you know the guys that sell yeah, the yeah, oh, yeah, 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 get, get a bean pie. Yes, yeah, I saw Audible, Lodger Mahatma people in them. Yeah, they out there selling bean pies, uh, newspapers from 1999 talking about they're going to attack us and... Do you go? Do you go to the state? Is that a thing you grew up doing? I used to as a yeah. kid. Like my, my my parents, like they, they it's like state fair or nothing. So we used to always go. We used to get like the wristbands and just hop on all the rides. And then once that shit got getting too high, like my mom just said it. Like I ain't I ain't take y'all ass to the fair no more. You know what I mean? I just knew it. Like we ain't going no more. Yeah. So. And we used to always go on like the deadest day, like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, like two dollar Tuesdays and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. My mom was like. My, my parents was like, mm-mm, you going to get this shit, and that's it. And my dad used to always fake a way out of not going every time. Like, <laughs> I got to work overtime. Like, damn, like, you work a lot of overtime on a Tuesday. What the fuck? <laughs> I had, uh, I've, I don't know if I said it on this podcast before, but I've said it on ad nauseum on podcasts before. I hate the fucking State Fair. I have a, a lifetime of bad memories. Going back to when I was a kid. Oh, dang. Oh, wow. Because my mom was poor, you know. And like, Mine was, too. And stayed right down the street from me. And, uh, <laughs> and so, so, anytime I did anything, it was a big deal. Anytime we went to the fair, did anything, it was a big deal. And the like, first time I went, uh, with it was like her and her friend. And I had like one of them snow cones with the ice cream in the bottom. Oh, yeah. And they were good. And I, didn't, I wasn't even allowed to drink pop as a kid. Like I so like anytime I had like a treat like that that was like a huge fucking deal, mm-hmm. and I was getting in, I had like a I think I won a goldfish or something, and then I was like getting in the car and my mom's friend, uh, like I said, can you hold this while I get in the back seat, and I get in the back seat and as that's happening I see like her pull a cigarette out and just throw it right in the bottom of that motherfucker, wow. and I went off I started crying and shit my mom was like screaming at me and I was just like no, she she put her cigarette out of my ice cream we're like are we gonna go back and get another one like right. no of course not that was just the tip of the iceberg of many years of painful state fair man. memories wow man my my favorite state fair memory is uh, me and my stepmom um, we got some corn dogs and then the corn dogs made us sick and we were throwing up all night. <laughs> But that was some. That was the first thing we had. In, that was our first bonding experience. Mm. Okay, y'all really were taking it serious. <laughs> For Everyone's like just like trying to. I'm over looking at you like, what happened next? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's what happened after? This? No, it was just a fun state fair. We had fun, and then we ate these corn dogs. Like, aren't these corn dogs great? And they were like, yeah. And then like that night, we're like, something's wrong with these corn dogs. Yeah, you came back. They returned like the Mac and shit. Yeah. But it was our first, like, because, like, that was my first bonding experience with my stepmom. Gotcha. So that's what I remember off the fair, guys. But when I talk, so when I talk to people, when I ask people, like, what, because people, like, when I say I don't like the fair and I shit on the fair, they're like, come on, man, the fair. And I'm like, look, this was a thing back for, like, old timey farm people to come in and have fun. Like, we have better forms of entertainment right. than the fair now, you know? And uh, when I ask people, like, okay, well, what do you like if you love the fair so much? Like, and I, they never give me a good, well, you look at the animals. I'm like, you can look at a pig. That's that's what you're talking about. You can look at a pig and a and a cow. Like I guess that's what you do. You do the same things every year, but none of them are that fun. You go look at the animals, and then you make a beeline to the food. I'm not getting on any of those fucking shady rides. Uh, those are the rides that get set up and everything. Yeah, no, that's not so, happening. Every year it gets a little bit more dangerous. <laughs> All those games are rigged. I'm not playing any of the games. Never made a shot. I'm like oh for a thousand at the very end. I ain't made shit out there. I think I I think I'm hit one one time. You know what I mean? Like and they gave me like the weakest. <laughs> fucking toy ever i'm like i just spent fucking 50 bucks and you gonna give me a fucking yeah. stuffed animal like give me a fucking ball or some shit yeah. I won't, you know what I mean? <laughs> come on what the fuck they're all they're all rigged. i mean you could just go to like youtube and they show you how each of those games is rigged yeah they push the music the sucks in. the music's always like kansas and dwight yoakam are gonna be here on the second stage is no one you ever want to see mm-hmm. and then the only really good thing that people can agree on is the food they're like, oh, I really just want to go for the food. I'm like, okay, well, well, let's strip away all the bullshit and the yeah. lies. You want to, the, the food is the star of the show. The food is the important Definitely. thing. So last year we did some of the favorites that Dad was rapping about, like turkey leg and mashed potatoes. Like, we didn't eat any of that shit today. <laughs> but hey. we did make that last year. Aren't fries mashed potatoes at some point? No. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> 
They, yes, after you eat them. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. In, in your mouth. That's what I'm saying. I like how you chimed in and looked dead at them like, no. No way. <laughs> no, motherfucker. Yeah. Just because you hear a potato in mash, don't mean it's that. Yeah, yeah. When it's in your mouth, it's mashed potatoes, right? So yeah, that shit is booyah. mashed. So, but last year, we did, we did, we did, we did some of this. It was last year's episode. I think it was called State Fair Don't Care. Uh, and we did turkey leg. We did some stuff like that. Which was the worst turkey leg I've ever had in my life? <laughs> it was not a good turkey leg. Are you serious? Look, it was pretty terrible. Look, oh, I no. thought I would what have happened, to give right? the mirrors afterwards. It was like so tough. Like so. if you made a turkey leg out of only like dog chew toys, that's what it would be like. Like just the tendons. <laughs> like, oh. and, like, like oops, all tendons. Oh. <laughs> so he bite it till like he bite somebody regular leg. Like oh no, hair in this I'll tell you what. Yeah, it wasn't good. Uh, uh, I was I don't know if I'll ever cook another turkey leg again. No, I know how to cook it now. I think you got to cook really cook it low. You got to really cook it low. Yeah, it gotta is really going to be low and slow. And uh, I did not do that. So you know they're not all winners here on Harder Brunch. Unfortunately, sometimes there's a there's a losing, and that's why we're going to have a do over day one day. I'm just going to revisit everything that I fucked up the first time and uh, hit it again. Well, but, so the turkey loose is on top. Number one, it's up there. Yeah, well, I'm gonna tell you today was uh, a plus. So. Hey, well, you redeemed you. yourself if that ever happened. I'm gonna always say, Dyke shit's been a one to me. Fuck the turkey lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't around for that. You know what I mean? So, so I just looked up what was uh, what was popping this year at the fair. They had multiple articles written about the uh, uh, baby face was there. Keith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you talking about my man Keith? <laughs> we were, we worked in the same. We you worked. Said in the, it, you said it like that was your like your like your younger cousin. You mean Keith? <laughs> <laughs> so we go, we work on cars and shit. Keith, like we don't call baby 60, baby. He's like sixty three. Yeah, we, don't, we definitely don't call we baby don't call baby. baby, 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 baby. Change his name. Juvenile. No fuck. Eventually, going to be prison one day. Juvenile, nigga, you are forty. You talking about Uncle Face? Nah, it's. Like granddaddy face, grandpa face, grandpa face. <laughs> Shit, the nah, baby face. I'm telling you, man, baby face will pull anybody. Man, I'll never forget. Man, I went to a baby face concert when they did the free concert, and he came, and I brought this younger chick, and she was like six years younger than me. Bad, nice little fresh out of college, dude. She was like, "Who is he?" I'm like. It's baby, you don't know who the fuck Babyface is? He got a row right next to my room. Bitch, you don't know who the fuck Babyface is? I'm going you to get read. <laughs> and she was like, I don't know, but he's giving me vibes. I'm just feeling some type of way. I'm like, well, you going to have to ride with Babyface. Like, he ain't going to sweet talk Babyface around me. I like his shit. We ride back listening to Babyface. She yeah. getting all moist. I'm over here trying to fuck, and she's talking about, nah, I just want to listen to this shit alone. Oh, <laughs> alone? Alone? You got cock blocked by Keith and he wasn't even in the room. He wasn't even there. Like, what? I see if Keith was there, he wasn't even there or nothing. (laughs) Well, it's to him alone. Like, bitch, okay. That's hilarious. Uh, So I looked up the foods that were bobbing there, and some of them I was like, I I don't, I wasn't interested in. Some of them I thought was really interesting uh, to start off. So I love doing fry. I get I can tell my other uh, co-host Chris, who's not with us right. Now. I mean, he's alive, but he's not here in the room. But uh, he always gets mad anytime I make fries because he's like, "Yeah, you make poutine every day." I'm like, "All right, it's not poutine." But <laughs> I will never get mad if you make fries. Let me just say that those fries. Can we just say those fries were amazing? Am I, is anybody definitely agree? top ten yeah, in my life? Absolutely. Yeah, in your yeah. life, in my life, like I knew it as soon as I chewed. I'm like, these ain't no regular fries. <laughs> <laughs> these fries got tender. Lo- and this the thing, like Dyke. No disrespect. You know, I'm, I'm I'm like one of the people that watch what you do. Yeah. So I see him when he grabbed the hand fries, bare hand. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna eat him. But then when I <laughs> ate him, I said, he could put his hands. Oh, he could he could have grabbed with his feet. And <laughs> still been good. Them shits was. I gotta shake up. Them shits was good, my brother. You too, because you did yeah, all your thing you. yeah. too. Even though you was like. <laughs> you was like like you know when you usually have somebody helping you the cook sous chef shit. yeah like the suit he was more hands on he's snatching the shit from me like give it to me motherfucker. you don't gotta explain <laughs> shit I got this so yeah Zach uh, Zach and I both went to culinary school so it's oh it's, nice sometimes I I don't even form full sentences and I just go and like shake something in front of him and then he knows what I'm talking about right <laughs> that's nice goes and does it but uh yeah but so uh buffalo chicken. 
fries was one of the things that I saw at the fair. And this is from uh, the Indie Star, you know, whatever. I said, okay, buffalo chicken fries. All right, well, that's that sounds fun. We'll do that. Some, uh, excuse me, some um, <laughs> every week, every time. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you have a sit down. <laughs> some uh, uh, some some handcuff fries. Handcuff fries is just the way to go. You know, mm-hmm. like they're my favorite. Do you do you fry them right from from raw, or do you like do a double fry thing? No, I always brine, bland, oh, okay. brine, brine, bland, even a quick brine. But I, I like I. They sat in the brine for an hour. Okay, brine uh, Blanche fry. Um, and then what was the second course? I should know every time. Was the the burger? Was it the burger? Uh, well, the grilled cheese. No, it was the burger. Okay, the burger. So we did. Um, so the big, I think the the craziest thing that I saw that they had there was a a funnel cake burger. A funnel cake burger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So to make it brunch, I did a, a funnel cake. Uh, Let's always time out funnel cake burger. That sounds like okay. If a doctor is like walking through the fair, like do they have anything to say? <laughs> like do they have anything to say about this? Like oh come on, <laughs> come on, you're killing them, you're killing people. I mean the fair <laughs> went so far as to they started frying butter. You know, like there was like <laughs> it was just like that would be the big attraction. So now it's just like I see a funnel cake burger. I'm like better than the fried butter. Yeah, better than when we did that. They did fried butter? just deep fried butter. That was it was uh, so it was like a bread roll wrapped around a frozen butter. Yeah, and so it was almost like having a roll with butter on the inside. Was, I mean, it was actually pretty tasty. I'm sure, it was. But, but I feel like they kind of made it sound like it was just fried butter. Yeah. When it was really more like a, a donut situation because you had the the whole you know like like it was almost like a bread roll. That sounds bad. butter as the cream filling. Exactly. Right. That, that sounds like the worst timeline. That's what like New York and LA thinks of Indiana. You know, they like oh the, 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 they're That's a bunch what of Indiana thinks of Indiana. <laughs> 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 they just over there eating fried butter all day. Uh, but no, yeah. So the the funnel cake burger and then I, I turned it into the funnel cake breakfast sandwich with sausage uh sausage egg and cheese and bacon mm-hmm. and uh and then the funnel cake as the bun and that was that was fun um wait i thought that was a burger that was a sausage that was sausage yeah oh. that was uh sausage egg and cheese and then I'm, I'm gonna have to get go off on this for a second uh i have very strong opinions about what a grilled cheese is and what a grilled cheese isn't. Today, I've learned that if the grilled cheese ain't like today, <laughs> I will never eat that shit. <laughs> I feel deprived of my upbringing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go home to my mom and be like, Mama, wherever the fucking shit you was calling the grilled cheese, that shit was bullshit. It was delicious. But there wasn't no real grilled cheese. So I saw, the, I saw the pictures online, and they were like, the big thing this year, one of the big things, gourmet grilled cheese. And I look, and this thing's got like, meat like bacon and stuff hanging out of it and i was just like look rule number one if there's a protein on it it's no longer grilled cheese you got a bacon you have a very nice bacon sandwich there you have a bacon melt you have whatever you can have you can't have a bunch of ingredients and call it a grilled cheese it's it's okay so what's the max amount of the ingredients i would say ingredients that are not cheese and bread Condiments, you can have a condiment. Condiment doesn't count. You so put a nice lettuce. You wouldn't hold on. I feel like a condiment's farther than bacon. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, like no, no, bacon's no. an additive. You put bacon on a ham sandwich, and yeah. you put bacon on a grilled cheese. So bacon's not a, a, a just, deli meat, a meat just, category. You just don't do bacon sandwich. Like, yeah, that's no one has a bacon sandwich. It, you do have a bacon grilled you have cheese. A, a BLT. Yeah, yeah for listeners no, right now. BLT. No, you lettuce on a grilled cheese. That's bullshit. Right, it comes first, but it ain't. It ain't just a mad. Here's the thing. When you have bacon, when you I understand what you're saying, but look at it like this: when you put bacon on a grilled cheese sandwich, does the bacon trump the cheese? No, I feel like it they adds all, to they, it. They, it adds to yeah. it. Yeah, it adds like to it. it. But it's it's it no longer it it, it it the cheese drops down a level now. Here's no, the thing: you just gotta mm. put more cheese on it too. You can have mm. one vegetable, no fruit. All right, you put an apple and brie together, you have a beautiful apple and brie sandwich. You no longer have a grilled cheese. Wait, you, you put, said you know, so no fruit, no, no fruit. fruit. But you could put you could put sauce, you could put a vegetable or a sauce. You could put <laughs> what the fuck kind of grilled cheeses are you having? You can put this ain't this ain't no. White Castle's motherfucker. Okay. You you do have strong opinions about Look, this. They're I'm wrong, saying, but I'm they're saying, strong. I'm gonna say you could have an allotment <laughs> for a if you want a vegetable. Like some people put a tomato or a, <laughs> a, a, an onion. <laughs> 
fine. So for listeners, Zach's face is super red right I now. I wouldn't do it, but if you want to do that, that's fine. Look, you can put bacon on it. I'm just yeah, saying, it's no longer grilled cheese. So you're saying, but, but for your preferences, a grilled cheese would just be bread and cheese. Ideally. No bullshit like mayo. You wouldn't put mayo on it. I would never put mayo no. in it. You wouldn't ever put mayo on it? No. Like, even on the outside I mean, of the bread? I would, no, I would put mayo on it. On a BLT? I mean, on a, che- a grilled cheese? If someone offered it to me, yeah. Here's, here's, here's the thing. I use mayo instead of butter. I use mayo instead of butter on the outside. See? Out, on the you, outside? On the outside. See, see that's a for me. You just did it. No, no, no. Okay, see, I didn't know that. That's just <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I said, if it's made by Dyke or Zach, I'm good with it. You know what I mean? Like, that shit was delicious. But, like, I've, I've been deprived of whatever I've eaten in my whole life. But, so, yeah. but also, I, I had a I had a, I had a feeling you weren't going to be hip on the mayo, too, so I also hit it with the bacon grease. But hold on, though. Let me tell you this, though. My mom used to put mayo in her, in her hair. Mm-hmm. And used to make her hair like really like curly and long. Like I used to always wonder, like, damn, mom, how you go from a fucking ball? You laughing hard, but I'm telling you, how you go from like a a, a, a fro fro to like a fucking like what the fuck are you putting in your hair? I used to always wonder, like, damn, this is really miracle whipping your shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is whipping, and she never used the cheap shit. She never used a little Aldi's brand. It was Miracle Whip. Oh and man, her shit used to. She put that shit in my hair one time. And, like, this is, like, around the time when I first started growing my hair. And, like, it untangled everything. It was, like, the quickest way to, like, just untangle Negro hair. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, so I, mayo. Mayo. That's why I said. When you use that mayo in there, I'm like, I knew it wasn't just regular butter. It had to be some additive. You know what I mean? I felt it in my fucking arm. like, this tastes like hair mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. That's what I was laughing about. That's you know what, what it, it This mom? reminds me of the time he yeah. hair in my hair. Well, he he didn't tear up. He's like, mom? So what I'm saying so is. I'm saying, I thought mom when I ate him. <laughs> like, mom, not only is this better than yours, but I taste your hair in this shit. If you, if you, want, if you want the flavor of a protein, like, so, like, you could fry a grilled cheese in duck fat. Uh, I fried it in bacon fat. Yeah, I've also had a grilled cheese in brisket fat. It's great. Brisket it, fat is f- fire, by the way. Yeah, but it, what it doesn't do, it doesn't take away from the integrity of the grilled cheese, but you get that flavor. Yeah, but nobody looked at you and said, hmm, this is an awesome bacon taste you had on here. <laughs> I would have never known. Yeah, exactly. No, but everyone said that was a bomb-ass sandwich, and that's part of the reason why. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Zach's that's a troll. You have to realize that about Zach. He just He's a troll. But heart. Zach is a good troll. Zach's going to explain <laughs> his way about why he has a problem with what you got, which I have a problem I, I'm good with. If you're a troll, you can tell me what the problem is instead of just hate on whatever I'm doing that I'm good with. I'm like, all right, your opinion, it matters. I'm going to think about it. Fuck you, but I'm going to think about this shit. You that's know what real. I mean? But no, nah, let me ask you this, though. Let me yeah. ask you this. Um, do you come from a family that recycles grease? Yeah. Do you think my grandma ever threw out bacon fat? That's what I'm saying. Never. So how many times did they cook that shit before it was like, all right, you about to kill us? Uh, I don't know, but, but my grandma would eventually make bird feeders out of it. Wow. So, we so would, she utilized the fuck Yeah, out yeah. It was like all parts of the buffalo. My grandma was from France, so she, oh, okay, okay. she was like old school. I got you. How but, about you, though, personally, like? Before you're done, uh, it depends. Like I'm kind of, I'll, I'll use a little bit of it's like leftover in the skillet or whatever. I'll keep that in there, but I get a little bougie with my bacon grease. Like if it's like from like the high end butcher shop, uh, I'll I'll really try to save it. If it's if I got some like cheaper bacon, I'm like, yeah, I got it. Are it. you one of those people that put it in a Folgers cup? Like a Folgers can? A can. Yeah. Uh, I've put it in mason jars before, yeah. Oh, okay. You bougie all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you all the way bougie. I, I, I use the mason jars yeah. strictly for weed. Like ever, <laughs> since, ever since I went to California, I said, I will never put weed in the baggie. Like, this is so disrespectful right here. I'm telling you. This is like the... I'm telling you, like, every time I see weed in the bag, I get mad. You know what I mean? I, I be wanting to, I, I wish I was the CDC and I could just be like, you are treating this marijuana in a fucked up way right now. And if you sell it and it's crunchy, I am putting Colin Feds on your ass. I just get shitty about that. And then when I went to California, I was like, I did not know you guys used all these jars for this yeah, shit. Keep it fresh. Pickle jars, though. It had, they watched this shit out. Because I remember one time I smoked some weed. I'm like, what is this? Pickle? <laughs> Pickled Zaza. What the fuck am I tasting right now? Uh, <laughs> what did I use? Uh, aged cheddar. Hav- yeah. Aged cheddar, Havarti, I and then the... I got a for this, by the way. And then the, and the, I just, 
raked it. No, that's for you. You're all good. I raked it. And then uh, uh, a port yeah, button for when he says that. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's the wrong button. No. I, thought about, I thought about helium when I was done. I'm like, ah, shit, I'm going to get a message here. And like, hey, man, you did good. Everything was cool, but your alcohol intake is a little questionable. <laughs> this motherfucker's here doing coke here. You got a problem with me drinking three fucking shots? Damn. Come on, Avery. I did Morty's, motherfucker. All right, I'm sorry. Man, no. I was in my feelings for a second. Do you do you ever get that feeling? I, I, I've definitely got it before where uh, it's like the loud, or like the, not the the angry black guy. Like if you're around a bunch of like white people, and then it's just like where they're like, calm down, you know? Like, and I don't like, even be. And you know what? Anytime <laughs> you're like that, you're not even really loud. It's just the yeah. people that are around you ain't used to it. So it's like, I remember one time I was um, when the fuck was this? This shit was like recent too. We were at like Funny Mondays. And, like, all the white comedians was there. So they were just there, and we were waiting, and the DJ was having issues. So um, the com- one of the comedians, it was a female, was like, I, fuck this shit, I'm just going to get up and just fucking do this shit. And I'm, like, telling her, like, it ain't that big of a deal. And she got, like, offended, like, why are you yelling? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you just got up and said, I fucking, I'll do this. But I just said, it ain't that big of a deal. And I just said it assertively, and now I'm the angry black man? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is mama? Yeah, I no, I get it. Like, so for the listeners, uh, Zane just walked in <laughs> and into the house, and he's probably gonna find the food that he wants and then meander. You have the great colleagues music when Zane walks in. You gotta play. Yeah, there needs to be a Zane button, but he's moving away. Uh, we still gotta add it though. But no, I do get it. Like, like, like you've brought this up before, but being like being black, th- there is something where like. White sometimes white people are doing crowd control already, like before. <laughs> yeah, and like they're they're, they're, they're calm, like they're calm down. Ooh, they're just yeah. like calm down. Like is everything's yeah. fine. And you're you're just like, like, expressing a complaint, like hey, everything's good. At that like you don't have to freak out. I was like, and I'm just saying like, hey, I don't know like what you're thinking. I'm saying, but. Did you just see him punch me in the face? Like, did you see him punch me? In the, I'm asking a question. Did you see him? Like, yes, but you, you, be calm. It's cool. Here's here's my thing. I hate when they categorize black people by, I guess, their skin color or the type of black they are. It's like, for instance, I remember when some. I remember you wasn't around, but you were there, and somebody's like, "Ah, oh, Dak is just—he's cool. He's like—he's the minus. He's the—he's mid black. He ain't—he's you know, mid black. Yeah, I'm like, black and mild. Like, mid black. Like I don't look at him as like a black black like you. I'm over here like, black are you mild. fucking serious? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, is this a he's fucking black. black too? What the fuck do you mean? Like, what, 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 what you, I'm over here like asking the lady, like, can you explain yourself? Because now, not only do you you take you you're messing with my man's integrity. So like when I I look at black people we all the same yeah. yeah we might come from different tracks and we might act a different way but i guarantee you say something that has dyke fucked up all oh, that nigga will come out of you know what I mean? <laughs> quick yeah. you know what i mean and from the west side yeah all villains you know what i mean all them niggas always quiet anyways you know what i mean they the ones that like you see all these people that be buried in Eagle Creek and yeah. playing White River. That's Hallville. Yeah, they, they bury them. Hallville bricks. They label them and shit nicely. And no, I mean we like uh, living with that too. We've uh, we realize we have a lot of very similar experiences because uh, he's from like kind of a rural white town, and mm-hmm. I'm b- b- biracial, so I had all, you know white people in my family. Right. And uh, white people would say they would feel very comfortable saying outlandish shit to me my whole life. Yeah, uh, where man. it's just like stuff where they think it's a compliment. Like it's just like, well, you know, you're not. I never thought of you as black. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do not know I'm like mixed, my buddy. Like, hey, you're you're a good black. You understand that? <laughs> you're right. It's like, what come the here, fuck? Son, sit on my lap. <laughs> like that, I, I had all that. I was, had all that. Was that Santa that said that to you? Right. I'm like Santa. Like I know you're my uncle, but you shouldn't be. But you shouldn't be talking like this. You're not coal miner, black. <laughs> <laughs> you're safe, black. You know, you can come to my house. Yeah. Stay in the front room. Yeah, you can come in my house. Like, like, the there, there's like some like you're, you're good, black. But can I date your daughter? No, not that type. Of <laughs> not that type of. Actually, model. don't come in the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 okay. 
Okay, I think I get it. See, you cross. Uh, see, I give you guys a little bit, and y'all just take more. You yeah, know what I mean? That's yeah, well, like, like I get it. With me, is like I, I'm biracial, and I was, I was raised by white people, so I was just like, I get it when people are like, whatever. But like people say that about that, I'm like, motherfucker's from Haiti. He was born in Haiti. Yeah, it's like, like you can't say that he's not black. Yeah, but no, I was black as I come. Years, I got generations over yeah, this. Nah, no, no, you, yeah, you, one, one, <laughs> one, you got me fucked up, and that is gonna cook you. That's what he's gonna do. Shit, he blows a conch shell, and fucking thirty motherfuckers roll up. <laughs> right. But yeah, I used to hate that shit. Like categorize what type of black you were. And it's like we all black. We all come yeah. from the, even though we all from different tracks. We all from we were raised and our upbringings are all different. If you have if you have us all in one area and you say one word that has everybody fucked up, then yeah, we're gonna all yeah. be shitty at the same time. I know, this is a side story. I remember when uh, uh, what's the fucking name of that fucking comedy club? The one that always opens and closes. Uh, fuck downtown Meridian. Jokers. Yes, Jokers. Mm. Okay, this is when Jokers, when Ray and them was first doing it, and the owner thought he was a comedian. Mm. Okay, and he said the N word. So oh. you was there. You was there. Oh, yeah, he was definitely yeah, there. You said to you. He was there. He called you the N word. No, 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 no. Seriously, there were a lot of black comedians there. I don't remember you being there, but I remember uh, Daryl Holoquist was there, and Daryl is like a. He's the type of black comedian that yeah. you would be like, ah, he's not, he's safe black too, you know what I mean? But <laughs> no, seriously, because Daryl, you know, Daryl does the uh, improv shit with the improv yeah. groups and shit he's, like he's that. An, he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, but he's younger, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was all of us in there, and it was a couple other nigga niggas in that motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like having hey, my guy Drews in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's awesome, like we whatever. But the white guy said nigga. And the first person that stood up was Dwight. And Dwight was like the most pissed off. And I'm like, damn, Dwight. He, you know, he married a white woman and, you know, got the whole thing going. But you wouldn't think of Dwight just getting that shitty, though. He's like, he got me fucked up in his speech. I'm like. Yeah, you know what, Dwight? Dwight does ooh. not play around when it comes to that. He, nah, he don't play. If you watch Dwight on, on social media, like, he'll say exactly how it is. Yeah. He doesn't hold back. And that's what no, I respect about him. Like, he's not like, um, this is who I am. You want a nigga, nigga here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want a nigga, nigga here. But like, yeah, yeah. there is something too. Like, I think about like for for me, I grew up around white people, so like, I think I'm sometimes more quick to call out the bullshit. Like, like this is like, that, that's bullshit. Like, what do you mean by that? You know, I'm, I'm I'm not afraid to challenge that because I've been around it so many times. Like, this is oh, this is another Tuesday. Like, <laughs> like, 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 you know what I mean? It ain't nothing different. Like. Yeah, like, okay, but, get your hand off my head real quick. Yeah, something like that. But it's just, I find it weird that, I don't find it weird. I just know, like, when time comes, we all going to have each other's back. And that's what I love about yeah. it the most. Because, like, yeah. you might say something that has, like, let's say, for instance, we all doing a show, like, for y'all group, you know, the Red Cup. We're doing a Red Cup group, but it's a black show. You know what I mean? It's a bunch of black comedians. But the audience is all white. It's going to be a culture shock. But at the same time, you say one thing that's going to have one person fucked up, we're going to all have each other's back. And it's yeah. going to just be so crazy. It's going to be like, hold on now, buddy. And it's going to be, no, nah, man, fuck that shit. And it's yeah. going to be like, I'm going to shoot that motherfucker. You know what I mean? You don't know. But this is everybody's different opinion. I just I just want that shit to happen one day. You know what I mean? We just all going out one day. All different type of black people. Well, you know what I mean? Now we're talking I, about anarchy. Well, I don't yeah. tell you. Yeah. 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 I remember I had a Facebook group together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, I reached out to you because I was like, I'm, I'm doing the same kind of, same kind of shows in front of the same kind of people, and I was like, I, I want to, I was like, want to branch out. I wanted to do some black rooms. And I remember I asked you, I was like, I was like, hey, where do I go? And like you put me on to do the, um, oh, uh, laughing out the gate. Yeah, laughing out the gate. And I went in there by myself, didn't know anybody, and I'm like, I'm a nervous person anyway, you know, like, I'm just like, I don't know anybody here, you know, and the first thing I walked in, I got patted down, I was like, oh, this is, all right, let's see what we're doing here, this is, ooh, this ain't a hipster room, okay, all right, but then when I walked in, I was just like, yeah, I was like, Nate Robinson, me, and they were like, oh, you dyke, and then it was like, I had showed up to a family reunion, and I was somebody's son, <coughs> Yeah, and like they hadn't, hadn't seen me since I was like a little kid, and every time I went in there since then, it was like that. I just felt that and everybody was just like, "Oh, it's like, oh, welcome back," and this and that and the other. And I was like, I, it really felt amazing. Like, and it was there's nothing 
in white comedy that compared to that feeling of like the the welcomeness. And then I brought Peter Hines in there, and he's a seven foot tall white, white guy, guy stuck in the only white person in the room. He's a white white. <laughs> he's a, he's a no, white white. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Pete is white white, but Pete love Pete don't mind like being around black people at all. Like Pete is like all about change. Yeah, you know that, yeah. He don't give a fuck. And plus he's like six nine, so if somebody hits Pete and hits him with a cold cocks Pete, you gotta hit that motherfucker pretty hard. You know what I mean? You know so, what it is? It's like he's like he's like, I know what it's like to stick out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> his whole you life. Know, you know, his whole life. Like there's a <laughs> No, that actually makes a lot of sense. No. <laughs> okay, so look. I told Pete, that's how I knew, like, Pete would, don't give a fuck. He just, he's all about doing comedy. Yeah. So I invited, I was on Instagram one day, and I, Aisha had this room, and it was, like, in a biker club, but it was, like, on 34th and fucking intersected. It was Emerson and fucking uh, in, uh, Arlington, 34th okay. and Arlington. The place had fucking bags as fucking windows, so they're covered <laughs> up. And it's, like, a fucking hood-ass spot. No stage, just... Oh my god! Every shit everywhere. It looks cool though. People smoking weed in there, cigarettes, your whole shebang, <laughs> rolling up all that shit. So I'm like showing it on Instagram, on uh, Instagram and on Snapchat. And the first people to hit me up was Ben, <laughs> Hannah, uh, Pete, and it was like, oh my god, that shit looks good, man. Where is it at? And I'm like, y'all sure y'all want to come to this shit? Cause I wasn't even sure about being here. You know what I mean? I'm as black as they come. I'm like, oh, these niggas, look, these some different niggas over here. I can only take so much. So then the very next week, they all came. Yeah. And when I say they opened them with welcome arms, like open them, like they was looking at them kind of weird, like, what the Wait, fuck? Wait, are you talking right off 38th Street? Right off 38th or 34th Street. 34th. That was, my apartment was like right down there, down the street. Okay, I remember. I, I don't think you ever came. I didn't though. care. I didn't come. come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know think exactly I was there what you're talking then. about. It seems like you have to duck to go into that place. Yeah, right? you got to duck, like, yeah, to get in there. But once <laughs> you, you walk duck. in, it's like, <laughs> you once you get in, it's pretty big. It's like, damn, it's fucking pretty big. You know what I mean? But. Oh, my God. Pete, so. The first time Peter's in the club, literally, I mean, there's a hundred people in there. He's the only white person in the room, and he's and he's so tall. And I I had gone up and I already like brought the and I said, oh guys, I brought my accountant with me and pointed to him, and everyone laughed. I was like, he's also my bodyguard, so don't start no shit, <laughs> right? And then, uh, but they were doing, they always do like a comedian, rapper, or like sometimes it's just a musician, comedian, musician, comedian, musician. Yeah. But they had these two young bucks that were just, they just, just rapping. The dude took his shirt off and he's fucking got a six pack. And he's flexing. His hype man's got his shirt off and they're just rapping and flexing and, you know, barking and shit and fucking, <laughs> and then Pete has to go up right after that. And so he just like walks up there kind of slowly and he just flips his gut out and he just pats. He goes, so we were just showing our bellies off today. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> just murdered the entire room. <laughs> hey, that's Pete though. Yeah, Pete can, Peter Hines. He, he's a sim, he can assimilate a room. That's what Peter's good at. He's like, mm. <laughs> it's like I two D tour of comedy. Like, <laughs> oh, I have to do like this. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, let's take a quick. I break. just have to say, uh, Pete t- paid me fifty dollars to tell me that story. So. <laughs> No, just fine. I don't know. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more Nate Robinson. That was going to be funnier. Oh, this is a freestyle? Hmm. Let me hurry and listen to it real quick. Fly a little. Uh-huh. Okay. Snap beat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah Had a nice brunch and that shit was good Now I'm fucking chilling with my neighborhood I mean my guys, we podcasting That shit was delicious Now I'm sipping and I'm out here looking for bitches I said I'm looking for bitches I need them fucking $40 a bitch Cause I ain't trying to pay more than that Cause these hoes is like Habitats, I'm telling you, they come from all the tracks. And if she suck for a buck, then yeah, she's with that. We just cook her a little breakfast, get her to the telly, and she's getting naked. 
You know what I mean. You know what I need. Yes. You know what I mean. I need this. Yes. It's this verse fucking two. I just come right back down for the move. You talking about you trying to move in? Well, I'm not. I'm just trying to hit you with this twat. I mean this dick upside your fucking head. Call hey. me Elton John. I'm taking you straight to bed. You already know what's up. So go ahead and go. Thaddeus ad lip. You already know I'm going to go. Where the hoes? You know what? I mean, you know what I mean, yes. You know what I mean. Go pour me some henny, yes. You know what I mean. We here with the brunch club, you bitch. You know what I mean. Go make me a dinner, you bitch. The biggest yeah. takeaway here is that Nate Robinson is not going to pay more than $40 for a bitch. <laughs> not at all. Not 38, at all. 39, but there's, not 40. There's, uh-uh. a, there's a line. 41 yeah. is too much. 39.98. Welcome back to the. To, I want to say after brunch because that's what it feels like. <laughs> but this is still the Harder Brunch podcast. And welcome back. Yes. Uh, you know, you can always catch the uh, after brunch. And if you go to patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch. Only three dollars. What a steal! You get access to the harder brunch or the after brunch library, where we really get loose. I can't imagine what today's gonna look like. Oh, it's gonna go ham. Uh, we're back in studio with Nate Robinson. Nate, I, uh, we were talking before the break about some uh, experiences in, in um, different kind of rooms, and this is something that I always find interesting when I talk to white people and I say something about black comedy rooms and they're like, what do you, what do you mean black rooms? Like they're segregated. It's 2021. And I'm like, well, there are still black rooms that are made up of mainly like urban black people. Whereas like you can have black people in a white audience, um, downtown, you know, somewhere. And it's, it's not the same thing. And it's a completely different cultural beast. And sometimes it's hard to kind of explain to a, uh, people too about it but like you're one of those comics that can go up in both and kill yeah and and i i think that's a real uh that's that's a that's a real special skill that a lot of people don't have they could be good in one or good in the other um but you know how to i don't don't know if it's code switch or like what you actually do or if it's (laughs) it's I feel if like there's a formula or anything that you do. It's really just being around two, just the two parties. Like I can say, like when I first started doing comedy, I started doing it in college. Like I started at Ball State University. I remember when um, that's where I met like a DJ Dango, Cam Connor. Like I met those guys out there. Uh, uh, Nate Grop, like those guys. I met those guys out there. So when I first started doing comedy, I was only doing it in front of white people because. Hell, at the time, man, I mean, yeah, I watched all this BET, all that, mm-hmm. but it didn't translate to that form of comedy. So I was able to, like, get with the white comedians and understand what they did, and I tried not to be emulate them and do the same thing they did. I tried to be, like, that funny black guy that could still do white comedy, but at the same time be urban enough to be like, oh, yeah, he ain't the same as, like, those guys. Yeah. So that's where I, that's where I honed it from, and then... And then in a two way, I, I wish that I didn't do that. I wish I'd have started in the urban rooms because I probably would have, I probably would have been funnier. Because when I got to doing urban rooms, I was corny. So then I had to find myself again. Like, all right, man, I know where I'm from. Let me bring that side out. And then once I brought that side out, I was able to like really be able to do both rooms at the same mm-hmm. time. And that's why I pride myself on like when I get booked. Uh, I can do each one. If you want me to do clean, I'll do that. If you want me to do uh, a white room but be the only black comedian on there, okay, I'm going to kill it, but I'm going to kill it my way to where you don't feel offended, you don't hear me say the N-word a bunch of times. I might slip up and say it one time, but every time I start the show, hey, this is the Section 8 part of this process, (laughs) y'all. So, hey, 
and mm-hmm. it just it just goes so but like it really is just like being able to read a room like yeah. you you might go a little bit harder at black circle mm-hmm. than you do at the white rabbit right. you know what i mean right right there's so there's there's a difference of reading the room and like uh, oh these people they they have the social intelligence of what i'm about to say they're going to be able to take that exactly versus doing like a uh, helium, like it's just like when we do helium, and like when Avery books the right comedian to do helium, you can just tell, like, all right, I'm only booking this comedian to do helium. All right, we got, all right, so you got uh, D. Ray Davis there. Mm-hmm. He's gonna book a Amber James type comedian that's mm-hmm. gonna be able to coincide with whatever he's talking about yeah. if he's asking for a host. Yeah, versus a Tommy Davidson or or uh, for instance, uh, goddamn uh, Godfrey. Francis Godfrey's more of a he's black and he talks about social justice and mm-hmm. all that shit, but he's 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 catered to white people. Yeah. So you're gonna book like a, a black tweener or a white comedian like a David Brooks or a Joe Bates. <laughs> what? what? David Brooks. David Brooks is a tweener. I swear he's <laughs> like me. He can do both rooms. No, but you said a tweener or you said or a white comedian like David Brooks. No, no, no. Think. Oh yeah, I didn't mean it like that. No, 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 no disrespect, Dave. No, I'm just saying a tweener. Dave can do both because Dave did. Yeah. yeah. Like Dave did Godfrey and Dave was in a <laughs> fucked up position you know what I mean like Godfrey's feature didn't show up so Dave had to do a two man show and he held his own mm. and he did his thing but I'm, I'm not trying to say Dave is a white comedian <laughs> he did, he did his, he's the same process as me you know yeah, what I mean yeah. he was he's clicked up with the white comedians he's yeah. done a lot of white rooms I remember when Dave first started he was yeah. doing crackers every time and saying nigga 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 this I'm like dog you don't, that don't translate to this room and he switched it up now he'll say nigga but he'll say it in a way where he gets his point across then he'll say nigga and now it's, it's more funny there's, versus just saying it and saying it and saying it to where it's like ah there's yeah, responsibility with it. Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like being bit by a radioactive n-word yeah, yeah you know what I mean like getting that radioactive spider bite and then it's, you turn into nigga man you know what I mean nigga man nigga man still in everything nigga man can you know what I mean that's what he does I mean I would think more of that is like sounds like David Brooks to me with great power comes great responsibility it's not spider webs, gold chains. <laughs> <laughs> it's house arrest, house arrest anklets. I swear, man, I'm when I first seen that shit. I'm like, Dave, come on, man, you can't be dating all these white women with this big ass house arrest bucklet you got on. I remember one time, I remember one show me and Dave did, and Dave was house arrest thing was low on the battery, <laughs> and so he had his leg hooked up to the shit the whole time. So he had to sit down and do comedy. Had his leg out. I'm like, oh my no, god. No. But he killed that shit though. But yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. Like, yeah, he didn't really have to charge his house. Yeah, charge his house arrest man. So he's and then like he had to, and then like to the point where if he unplugged it, like the battery's gonna go down. So the whole time he's sitting right there, and people are on stage. He just standing right there, like, oh, don't mind me. I'm just charging my house arrest man. You know. But like I remember when they first started doing, it, he was like, man, I want to do these shows. I'm on house. I'm like, bro, all you gotta do is just. Write a letter to your PO officer, let them know what you do. And they'll let you do the shit as long as you want to. As long as the letter's legit and they can verify that you're really doing that shit, you're good. And that's when Dave took out. He be, he took off. He was like, shit, I'm yeah. going to use his house arrest to my benefit. Yeah, he did. Now that's he's true. fucking doing everything. That is true. So, also, also I, I didn't know that you were the one that <laughs> really greased up that loophole. But I man. told him that shit. <laughs> man, like, wow. Was, <laughs> being where I'm from, like, you need to write a book. <laughs> yeah. But no, but I remember he asked, I remember, like, I, when I first realized, I'm like, man, you got that big ass house wristband and you doing hot, doing comedy shows. Like, I was like, you know, you can do more shit like this. Like, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, you want to go out of town, shit like that? All you got to do is just write a letter to your PO officer and just show her the flyer that you, what you own and just. Tell her straight up and make sure you get back at the time they tell you to get back. If you do all that shit and be consistent with it, they'll let you do it. Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember like because of like with Red Flag, he would have us fill out stuff. I mean, I've written stuff out for yeah, his yeah. <laughs> for his for Are you, you used to be the one that used to write <laughs> yeah. that shit at? Oh, he's crazy tearing up. That shit is good. No, this is from the laughter. No, I know. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> the, the, the David Brooks story just really gives to me. I just start crying immediately. No, no, but like, there was a point where I was like, I'm jealous of being in the house arrest. Like, I, I'm seeing everybody like going to work and stuff like that, and David's like going all around town and like and like performing everywhere. And it, I think it, like it forced him to hustle 
to like, hey, like I need this, and so now he knows how to talk to bookers, which was which was great. Like it's a great story. But but also maybe that's a new like. Maybe we can make a whole new line of like uh, black comedians or people that are on house arrest, but just be like, "Look, you want to get out of house on house arrest? Start a stand up comedy." Hey, I'm yeah. telling you, man, Dave, Dave, he took advantage of that, but it also goes with who, who you keep around you too. Like, you can't forget the fact that he had Alex Price around him too. Yeah, uh, uh, you know what I mean. Alex is he books a lot of rooms everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Alex is a good dude. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So if you got somebody like him on your team that just knows where everything is. And, yeah. And if, all you got to do is be funny. You yeah. don't know how many people Alex and vouch for to be funny, and they get out there and fuck up, and he has to, like, explain himself. Like, mm-hmm. he talks about it in his comedy all the time. So, man, power up to him and power to using his influences to be able to make sure he worked yeah. it out. So, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. That, that's right. Mm-hmm. Any other gatekeepers you want to shout out? <laughs> 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 oh, hold on! Want, now that we got Zane here, I do want to call. I want to call Zane out on this shit. Oh no! So look, Zane, you got me fucked up one time. So look, you remember when you made that post about Rufan? Uh huh. <laughs> Damn, boy, boy, do I. <laughs> look, you so gotta look. put a safety on this gun, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let him get on the mic. Yeah, yeah, we're exactly. this conversation. yeah I, I, I don't mean to call Zane out, but shout out to Zane Jetty. <laughs> You know, he's here with us. He's just sitting on the side. Who's over here, like, flickering like that shit like that? Like, we, <laughs> like, one of these people in here, like. So, look, so I remember when Zane, I'll never forget this. So, uh, and this shit really happened. So, Zane had made a post about crackers. Mm-hmm. Call him out. So, like, when I seen it, I actually went to the meeting that Tuesday, and she banned a lot of people. So, that's when I knew, like, in my mind, like, oh, Zane's not lying about this shit. Mm. So, I had made a similar post. Just about, hey, man, like, but I didn't bash him at all. I was just like, thank you for the opportunity. I played the big role. So then I remember when Zane had that post, and I'm, like, referring everybody to this post. Like, man, this shit is true. Look at this man's post. Boom. And it'd be Zane's post. So then I hit up Rafael, uh, 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 the dude from Rafael Channel. Sanchez? I hit up Rafael Sanchez because <laughs> I was really that animate about, we're going to put this bitch out of her misery. You know what I mean? So I told Rafael Sanchez about it. And Rafael Chester said, it's not, no post about anything. I'm like, what do you mean? I got on and this motherfucker took the fucking, edited the post, took the shit down. And it, oh. made, me, and it made me question, like, did it really happen? <laughs> I, I, I'm asking to this day. Like, like, bro. Okay, yes, it happened. I didn't just, I didn't make that up. Of course that happened. But why would you change, why would you take it down and edit it and say, you said something like one word, like, I did this, and you changed the whole fucking no, post. No, no, I think I changed it to man. This was so long ago. I'm trying to remember. Okay, so first of all, you can just view edit history. Yeah, and you so can you look get, at it like, and that's yeah. what I told him to do. And I, yeah. and then that's what he he he. When I told him that, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was like, "Oh, I can't, I can't make anything about this because the post has been changed." I'm like, "God damn it, man! We could have put this bitch oh. on our ass, man." I don't know, man. She would have found a way to come out of it. She's oh yeah, definitely. But she at did, the time, though, it was like I think somebody, another black guy, got shot in the streets and shit. <laughs> like we had some momentum, motherfucker. You fucked that up. I just always wanted to tell you about. Is that. this why you invited me to join the podcast? <laughs> yes. <I> was, okay. <laughs> Rafael. First said, of all, first of all, okay. First of all, I don't know who that is, but yo, Rafael Sanchez. Tell him he can view edit history. No, nah, that's what we we end up doing that. Okay, okay. We end up doing that because I was like, oh no, he's he, I'm, he definitely did this because I remember you. She made a post about you talking about I like to pay my comedians. It was a picture yeah. of you with a check in your hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. And he was like, well, everything about her is legit. And I'm like, man, hit the edit history and read that post. So he did, and he read it. And he was like, well, why would he change the post? I, I don't. It just goes against his integrity. I don't think we can really talk about this. And then he changed the post. Okay, so um, just to fill in the listeners who probably yeah. have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, no, they don't. Uh, no, they don't. Because yeah. I didn't explain. So I go so, back to like just jumping into shit without explaining it. All right, so <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to rehash um, a traumatic moment from my past. <laughs> Thanks to Nate. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast. To you, everybody wants I to hear this. Though. You are you're like sandbagging me straight up. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right. So Ruth Ann, who is a local comedy club owner um, and uh, renowned uh, crazy person, yes, call somebody. 
called somebody on her staff the N-word, and I, you know, put my SJW gloves on and took it to Facebook, made a post about it, didn't call her out directly, didn't call out the club, didn't. but just said, hey, um, there's a local owner that did this, and I just wanted to let people know. Because uh, everything you did good. about it was right, and then, like, it, it, it had... It, and, okay, and so then everybody that liked that post was... Banned. Ended up getting banned from crackers. So I was obviously banned, but then anybody that also liked or engaged with that post also ended up getting banned, which is batshit, like, which is insane. Like, right. if, you're, if you're not guilty of the thing that I accused you of, then you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't take it to that point. Right. Right? So, okay, so then eventually that post was up for, like, a couple of weeks, and... I was getting like a lot of I was getting messages from people and people were hitting me up about it. So eventually I was just like, all right, I don't want all this negative attention. I'm gonna change it. So I edited the post to like my status if you're trying to get banned. <laughs> I remember that shit. And I'm yeah. like, no. But when you did it, everything that led up to it, Raphael Sanchez said, This is a good story. <laughs> And then when Tilly got, he said, "This is a great story because this, uh, this is a great scoop." Because no, look, listen, is Raviel Sanchez a journalist? He's a, yes, he's he's a, a guy, okay. journalist. He's the okay. top journalist. Like, all right, so at the time, he used to rent cars for me where I used to work. At he thought parent. this was a good story. Yes, man, he must time, be grasping at straws for content. No, because this bro, is not a good story. No, this is a great story because this, at the time, no, this is this, this local. Is, no, this is the story. It's I have a, to say that I work at Crackers, so some of the things that you said, I can't necessarily second because. Because of uh, paycheck, no, I'm kidding. Um, no, because you were. Is, is he like kidding. Channel Eight or something? What yeah, is uh, Channel, Channel Six? Channel Six News. But Channel Six been around for help. everywhere. Check Call Six what? to help. That's but dude, people people knew about this story. Every every comedian that jumps into Indianapolis comedy scene right now, they know about that. That is. The uh, right. story. It's a chapter. What? How would that be like a newsworthy story? I understand because that. Is, some, look, this like, is what around, would the headline be? Like, tell, would it be like tell, the lower third white this, bitch no, no, says no. the N word? Like, no, no, no. Because this is around a time. <laughs> and this, Trump was in office. This is around Trump a time a, where yes. all racial. It was nothing but racial integrity against yes. a black person was going around. Uh, black people were going around that time. It was a black murder. <laughs> a cop just killed a black person. Like, yeah. it was nothing. It it. it, it it correlated to whatever was going oh, on right okay. now, and it, it made perfect sense. Oof, and at the right. time, he was looking for more stories, and everything he was reporting was in regards to, like, black brutality, pretty much. You okay. know what I mean? Business yeah. is getting fucked up. Uh, black people getting fucked up by police officers on just random being stopped and shit like that. Mm -hmm. So it just coincided so well. And you're a minority, too, so it's like, all right, it fit perfect. He's not a black yeah. person, but this is a minority that's still getting affected just like how we are getting infected. So it just correlated well. He's like, everything about this story is perfect. We're going to talk about it. And then when you change that goddamn post, because he's seen oh the original God. post. And I'm like, oh, my God, Zane, why would you do it? And for the longest, I, it was like I had like a love-hate for you for a little bit. Like, I love you no matter what. I don't give a fuck about that <laughs> shit. But at the time, it would have worked so well. Mm. Who could have got some serious bread off that shit? Because the way I was like panning out to be, I was making it look like, Goddamn Vegeta versus Goku. Like, this shit was about to be real. Is that, is that deal. like, a, what is that, anime? It was about to be like, you know, Vegeta was evil at one time, and you just want to call him out on his bullshit. Like, we had it. And when you changed that post, he was like, yeah, I can't really talk about it because he changed his post, and I got to talk about the news, and this is the news, it's new. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about that shit. He changed man. it because people was fucking getting on his fucking case. I'm over here like, man, he's getting hate mail, and he had to change his post. But that's what it was. Like, I just, yeah, I just didn't did want hate mail. I just, I mean, I didn't get, like, people were calling me out, calling me a liar, <laughs> uh, saying this and that. But they, it wasn't, but yeah. it was, but it was true, wasn't it? Like, there's a, there was this dude, that there there was a guy, um, what's his name? Uh, I think it was, like, Jamie Utley or something. I don't, I just name-dropped him. I don't care. He's some, one of Ruth Ann's lackeys, uh, Patsy's, and he made this long yeah, post about, like, this motherfucker's a liar. He's blah, blah, blah. He's unhinged. He doesn't, I don't even think I've met him. And I think Neil Snyder made a post about how I'm, Neil? I'm probably lying. Yeah. Yeah, so people were <laughs> definitely doubting. And I have witnesses. There were witnesses. There were people that heard her call somebody in her kitchen staff the N-word because they were filing for unemployment because mm -hmm. um, they had just recently quit or gotten fired or something. And so she had to, like, fill out this guy's paperwork, and she was, like, just lamenting, like, 
you know, which she is was, a she re- was, it is a real nigga move to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I've been on unemployment since like March 2020, so. <laughs> It's also like, it's also a sand N word move. I'm, I'm on unemployment right now, so hey, what did the best summer job ever last year? I swear to God, man, I was encouraging people to quit their jobs. Man, quit that shit. But now, nah, man, I remember Brick Turhin was like, "Did she really say that?" I'm like, "Dude, I went up to the open mic and I couldn't perform, dog." And that was like the last time I went up to Crackers. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, you know, it's a sinking ship. That was the last time you went back? So, 2017, 2018, uh, whatever the fuck that year was. But I, I will say this. And so, now look at you. To put, to put, to put, performance. <laughs> <laughs> to end this on a positive spin, I will say that you made that post yeah. in all sincerity. And uh, by I wrote, uh, Zane, I called you that in confidence and friendship. And that was the funniest I mean, nobody, made, this yeah. nobody made jokes on this, like, hey, this is terrible racist thing. Yeah. And so, like, I made a joke. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. It was good double one. banned. I was the double, I was double banned on the list. I was the first name and, like, the 27th name, and I oh, had never yeah, yeah. been in there. And I was like. I don't think she double banned you. I think she just has dementia. I, know, I, think, so. it was, I think it was a typo. Yeah. She but, forgot that <laughs> she had like, already written your name down. I'll never forget. I went to the meet. I went to the, because you go to the meet before they actually start the show. They do the check-in. She had this big ass fucking letter of everybody that was banned. She really wrote everybody's name that liked that mm-hmm. fucking comment. And when I seen that shit, I'm like, Zane's not lying about this shit at all. Now, what I regret is I swear, not yeah. recording. No, you yeah. were right. Like, I, yeah. I believed you. It wasn't nothing. I was just mad at you. Like, why would you change it? That's why I was mad at. Like, we had yeah. a great story. Raphael was on board. And then when you changed <laughs> that shit, I was so mad at we you. I'm had like, a we great had st- this bitch. We had her. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> dude. She. Let me tell you something about Ruthann. She's like a Batman villain. She never dies. She'll never die. She's like the fucking Joker. You can. Oh she'll be on the. You'll be on the brink of putting her out, but she will. She'll persist. Yeah, you know, it's you know, it's nice when you find the places like where other people work and then just just shit all over the boss. In front of you, where you have to possibly say something. Like, also, you got you, to. It pushes pushes your 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 limits too. Like, oh, you, got you, to. got, you probably should say something about your boss that's getting like destroyed. I, I'm like, okay, again, it's a club, so like we have bosses or whatnot. But it's a, this is some crazy shit that you guys just like unleashed. Yeah, that's why uh, you know. I wish what, it was though? like a, like a team break, like huddle. Hey, we're going to talk about that Zane Ruthann shit real quick. <laughs> Man, what do you think? Like the six people listen to this shit. Who cares? This isn't gonna get out. The six hey, people? that's disrespectful, this man. Is, you know, it ain't like two thousand. Okay, listen. A lot more than that. A lot of people listen to Harder Brunch. There's a lot more than that. Do people listen to After Brunch? This yes. is Harder Brunch. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, so I really fucked you up, then. Yeah, uh, my this bad. Is, this is the big show. <laughs> this is you yeah, might have be, be in Atlanta anyways to be behind the Patreon yeah, wall. People are like this is what the heart like after brunch sounds like. I thought like. this was your Patreon shit. No, this isn't. This is the real one. No. This is the real one, this man. Why didn't you tell me? I did tell you. I said, do you want to be on the you Patreon? Remember, you said I you said, want- do you want to be on the Patreon show in twenty minutes after Heart of Brunch is done. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, like, he edited that out. So man. it's just like, I know the amount of people that are out there. Hold up, hold up. I know the amount of people that are out there that are listening and like that, like even like that are my friends. Like, like he's not saying shit. Like he works there, and so like. So part of that is like, man, this is like throwing the bomb. You ain't working if there you anymore. Guys really <laughs> some, if this is harder brunch, you guess. ain't working there anymore. If you, guys want this content, if you guys want good content and like, and you want to hear this type of conversation, listen to the after brunch. This is what literally yeah. like, we spill tea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm an after brunch comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the truth. That is the truth. But like, Zach is dying over here. If y'all can see Zach crazy. right there. Zach like, I don't know oh what's going on. Oh, but y'all motherfuckers is not lying. Listen, well, we said some pretty. Uh, hey, I mean everything I said, so I don't I, give a fuck. I, I, do too. I just don't anyway. want to get involved in drama. I so oh. I said some things that I thought were going to be protected behind a paywall. Uh, <laughs> this is no, like no. Okay, this is going to have right. probably the most views uh, that we've had in a long time. Well, hey, Nate Robinson for you. Here you go. Yeah, like you, you did this right. I'll tell you what, hey. Zane, you. 
have earned a plug more than anyone in the history of podcasting. <laughs> what are you doing? Where can people find you and follow you? I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm on the Sunday show on 822. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Circle. Go check Black them out. Black Circle. Check them out he on 46. Be, uh, and, and I'm doing a guest spot at Crackers Keystone. next weekend. Uh, no, you're not. Yeah, after <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's it's gonna happen. Him and Rafael Sanchez will be up there hanging out, <laughs> telling jokes. Y'all motherfuckers look like cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Robinson. Hey man, it's a pleasure being here. Oh, do you turn it into a lively podcast? <laughs> no, seriously, man. I want to get. My, I want to bring my podcast up here one uh, one of these times because if I'd have brought him up here today. Like they would have enjoyed themselves, man. So give up big ups to your podcast, everything you do. Uh, y'all make sure y'all follow that. Give us your plugs, man. What's your podcast I called? Fuck my po- fuck all everything I got going on. This shit was delicious. It was good. I couldn't even get everybody's name. I'm just so happy and drunk off this damn gin at, slash at Nate Skate Comedy. Nah, Nate Skate Comedy yeah, go. got a comedy show coming yeah, up August 29th. Make sure y'all come there. Mimi's Event Lounge. Got tickets still on sale, man. I'm bringing Nate Jackson, man. That's my comedian cousin. He's been on Wildin' Out. Uh, he got a show on uh, NBC, Little Rock. Uh, he's playing the Junkyard Dog. Uh, he's been on he's all the platforms in the world, man. The show's going to be amazing. That's all I want to really plug, man. Just come to the comedy show. Sunday, August 29th. Starts at 6. It's going to be live. I'm hosting. It's my birthday. That is Jay. Yeah, you know, I just want to keep doing comedy. <laughs> Like that's what I'm here for. I just like I just want to keep getting better. You know, yeah, it's funny like, outweighs the sorry, bullshit. Dude. I'm telling you, this, this episode, as soon as it's released, yeah. is gonna fuck up your bag. I'm you sorry. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm Man, not. You good? Thing. You know, I haven't even hit that 10 year mark yet, and I'm like really trying to get there. And so, but anyways, if you want to follow me uh, at Fab McKee Comedy, just don't touch nobody inappropriately. Wait, that's not even. Well, yeah. My, actually, it's at Fab. Like I'm calling everybody out, goddamn it! Why am I even plugging my shit? Like if they're listening to it, like like why do I do this anymore? Like if they're listening to it, they're probably friends with me or they're not. I don't uh, fucking care, man. Shout out to Dyke and shout out to Thad, man. Appreciate y'all for putting me on. And Thank yes, I'm you. calling the bullshit. I'm sorry, Zane, but you about to be out of here anyways. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. So it's good to leave on a high note. Just dropping um, those bombs. Hey guys, if you ever find yourself with your back against the wall, please call six for help. Rafael Sanchez, uh, he's gonna get to the bottom of things. He's here to fight for you. My bad, bro. And we'll see you next time. My bad, bro. I mean-